Hello and welcome to level 57 of 3 Extra Life, a video game and trivia podcast. I'm your host Tom Knight and it's good to have you back. How are you doing? Before I kick off this level of 3 Extra Life, I just want to read a little 5 star review that I got over on the iTunes which says, a great little break. I love this show because it's a nice length and it's fun. I've been trying to keep track of my extra lives after each show, and I'm going to need some more quarters for continues. Even though I'm terrible at the trivia part, I still enjoy Tom's additions and lead up to each question. He is a wonderful podcaster, and you can tell he takes a lot of pride in his work. And that is from Darth Brooks of the United States of America. Thank you very much, Darth Brooks, for your kind words, and I'm glad that you're enjoying the show. And I'm glad you can see I am passionate about doing this. And yeah, don't worry about the trivia. Everyone worries about the trivia. That's just a bit of fun. Glad you're enjoying the show. And speaking of show, let's get on with it. So I'm somebody that loves playing MMORPGs. And I'm always looking around to get my MMORPG fix. Now in the past, that's usually been filled up by the likes of World of Warcraft or the Elder Scrolls Online sometimes Star Wars, The Old Republic, but right now I'm getting that fix from Guild Wars 2. And Guild Wars 2 came out back in August 2012, so it's been kicking around for quite a while, and since its release it has seen various changes from switching to a free-to-play model, and also having two expansions coming out called Heart of Thorn and Path of Fire, and this is just a game I always seem to love to go back to. I think in the MMO space, there is a lot of similarities between various MMOs. And I think Guild Wars 2 has tried to do things just a little bit differently because usually in MMORPGs, you have your tanky class, your healer class, your damage class. And Guild Wars 2 kind of came into this space with dislodging that holy trinity perspective where all characters could perform the roles, characters can heal, characters can res fallen allies. That whole approach to Guild Wars 2 does set it up to be played slightly differently from your conventional MMORPGs. Now what I love about Guild Wars 2 is it has a fairly low level cap I suppose of level 80. Sounds quite high but I don't think it's that overwhelming. There is a storyline which you play through with your character, a personal story that you go through which continues roughly every 10 levels. And while you're not doing your personal story, finding out about the world of Tyria, which in Guild Wars 2, this is actually set 250 years after the original Guild Wars game, which had an expansion called Eye of the North. So once that concluded in the storyline, this jumps forward now in Guild Wars 2 to continue that. And there's elements in Guild Wars 2, if you play Guild Wars 1, you will see connecting threads, which is really cool to continue the story, but at a accelerated pace, because that's quite a big jump in time. And as you start off in Guild Wars 2, you make your character, you pick your class, you pick your race, you start off in the world. And I think this game always has encouraged you to go out and explore, and there's various things on the map that you can interact with, there's waypoints, there's vistas which you can find and activate and get a beautiful view of the surrounding area you're in. There's hero challenges which are slightly more difficult than your conventional tasks where you 
face off against a more difficult foe, or maybe you commune with the environment to gain a skill point, which you spend on skills, surprisingly enough, and advance your character. There's also points of interest, and there's something called Renowned Hearts, which works, I guess, like their quest system, because Guild Wars 2 doesn't have that conventional quest setup where you go from quest giver to quest giver. You know those quests. It's like, yeah, go, go get me those uh, buckets of water from the well and bring them back, or I need toenail clippings from a wolf. You know, those kind of things where the fetch stuff or kill 10 creatures and come back to me. It's set up in a way that you go to an area and you perform actions in that area. It could be something similar to what I've just mentioned, eliminating foes. In one of the, the earlier zones, it's like feed the cows and you, you progress your heart in that area. And once that fills up, you kind of get a little explosion of like, yeah, you've fully maxed out this area within the map and you can find another one to perform tasks in. And while this is happening as well, there's always dynamic events popping up in the world where maybe an NPC is waving to you saying, hey, come over here, and you speak to them and suddenly it starts a, maybe an escort quest or a defense quest where you have to defend a point on the map. And there's always seemed to be something going on, which I think is what I really love about this game. You can always jump in and there's people doing events, and you always get credit for everything you do. Pretty much everything you do, you're going to be getting XP for. From exploration to mining to killing foes. And that way you level up your character. You get to that milestone of every 10 levels, continue your story. And then you make it all the way to level 80, which I'm still in the process of doing. This game came out in 2012, like I said. And I still haven't got a max level character. I'm at level 60 right now after starting again because it always seems to be once you gravitate away from an MMO and then come back you feel like you just need to start your character again you've maybe forgot how it plays but I actually find the combat system in Guild Wars 2 not that overwhelming you have a set of skills based on the weapon you have equipped and then you have standard class skills as well and you can dodge and there's also separate combat mechanics for when you're underwater you have different weapons for when you're underwater so there's quite a different range from like I say general MMOs but I've always found the combat fairly straightforward and fun really really fun to pick up and play so I know a lot of people out there haven't actually played Guild Wars 2 like I keep saying it's been around for a while and the base game is totally free to play now you can download it you can get to level 80 and you can get a taste of the world of Tyria and although it's not quote-unquote indie game I have a lot of fun with this game and I think it's really well made. The art in this game is beautiful with regards to the UI and how it's displayed and I don't know I get a lot of love when I jump into this game. The the music, the atmosphere that it generates, it, it really does feel like a magical and alive world which I know some MMOs you can kind of get into that mindset of yes you're doing everything solo and some people enjoy playing the game that way and you can totally do that in this game as well but I find that even though I'm playing the game somewhat solo. I have joined a guild because it is Guild Wars after all. But I still feel like the world is alive. Things are happening around me and it really is exciting just to log in and continue that quest to level up. So I'm just putting it out there. If you haven't tried Guild Wars 2, if you're a fan of MMORPGs, give it a, give it a try because you've got nothing to lose, free to play. And from the articles that I've read, there is a third expansion on the way. So this game still 
getting worked on and there is probably some more exciting features in store for this game in the future. So there we go. Guild Wars 2 by ArenaNet. It's trivia time. So I was talking about Guild Wars 2 and that's an MMORPG. So here we go with the question. Can you name the MMORPG first released back in 2001 originally as a browser game which is developed and published by Jagex? The correct answer is RuneScape. And fun fact, the game has over 200 million accounts created and is recognized by the Guinness Book of Records as the world's largest and most updated free MMORPG. If you got that one right, give yourself an extra life. Next up on three extra lives, let me talk to you about Dave Man. Yeah, Dave Man. This was a game I backed on Kickstarter back in 2019. It got successfully funded and well, Dave Man. What is Dave Man? It's about a fellow called Dave and he's a man and Dave Man loves coffee. And when you start Dave Man, there's a story mode and an arcade mode. And in story mode, you play as Dave, surprisingly enough, and it is 20 days until Dave's retirement. Now Dave has an office job, classic nine to five, going into the office. And I've worked in an office environment. I know what you need to get through the day in one of those offices, and that's your coffee. And Dave loves his coffee. So when you head to the office, you'll get a choice of elevators that you can pick, which depicts the difficulty of the level that you're about to play. Now, what are these levels I'm talking about? When you enter a level, you'll see an office space. There'll be computers dotted around, and it's almost like a labyrinth where Dave goes into the office. He has to pick up coffee beans and then use the coffee machine. Sounds simple, right? Well, there is a few people in the office that are out to stop you. And definitely think along the lines of Pac-Man when I'm talking about this because you start the level, you're trying to pick up all the coffee beans before you can go to the coffee machine and make your coffee. That's how it works, okay? And there's somebody in the office known as Chatty Caffey. And Chatty Caffey, well, I don't know about you, but I know someone called Caffey and she is also very chatty. And that just adds to the humor of this game. So Chatty Caffey's patrolling the office and she's trying to catch you out. She's trying to run into you, start a conversation, and disrupt your entire day. So you're navigating this field, this office space. You're trying to collect all those beans and not interact with Chatty Cafe. Make your coffee. And then once you've done that, you skip to the end of the workday. Your boss comes in and says, hey, you've done a great day. You've earned this many performance points. If you earn more performance points, you'll get a promotion. But hey, you get nothing for a promotion in this job. It's an office job. What, what do you expect? More money? Don't be ridiculous. Then you go home, you've collected your pay, and the first thing you can do is log on to your computer in the corner of the room and buy stuff. Yeah, you can buy stuff, you can order stuff online, it gets delivered to your home. And basically the goal in this game is to order enough stuff that you're not gonna get bored when you retire. And then you have your dinner, your wife's cooked you a lovely meal, then you go to bed, the whole day starts again. So you're trying to earn more monies to buy more stuff. It sounds a lot like real life to me. And as you get closer to your retirement, 
the difficulty of the levels increases and you can have more hostiles in the level which increases the amount of monies you will get you can have multiple chatty cafes i know there's an achievement to beat a level that has four chatty cafes active and they're all patrolling around this map and there's also a character in there a hostile character in there called bob and bob is lifting his armpits and letting off a bit of a bit of a whiff bob is uh letting off letting off some stink and if you get caught in that stink you're gonna pass out and that's gonna interrupt your entire workday. So this game is is really simple in its execution. It's it's a variation of of Pac-Man and a story of a simple man who likes coffee and just wants to get through his day at work and then reach retirement. The soundtrack in this game is awesome. The pixel style music really adds to the the enjoyment of this game. I've just been playing it like kind of while watching like a Twitch stream or something like that. It's good for like one of those games that you want to you want to play something, but you don't want to be like thinking too hard. But at the same time, the navigating some of the the later levels in this game with like I say multiple chatty cafes, it can become uh, more problematic. But you actually have abilities as well that from the things you buy. For example, you can buy a wristwatch which allows you every level to slow down time. And another thing about this game is if you find people at the water cooler, so every so often someone will get up from their cubicle and go to the water cooler in the office, and if you manage to catch them, you'll have a conversation with them and they might give you a website that you can go to to buy, yeah, more stuff. But if they see Chatty Cafe coming, well, they're going to go back to their cubicle. They don't want to chat with Cafe either. Sorry, Cafe, no one, no one seems to want to, nobody seems to want to talk to you. And you can also hide in the gentleman's toilets in the top right corner if you're you've got a cafe on your on your rear and you want to do a bit of stealth hop in the bathroom peeking out seeing if she's there and that can uh, allow you to escape from a conversation that you might not want to have so i've been enjoying just spending a bit of time in dave man got through the story mode had an interesting end to that game and played some of the arcade i like going in there you get three lives trying to get the highest possible score that you can and it's to me it's just a nice little time waster it's it's fun humor i'm waiting to see if i can find one of the books that i named in this game because as a kickstarter backer dave man can sign up to a book subscription and get those delivered every day leading up to his retirement and i named a book in this game i have to keep playing to see if i can find my trivia book which i think that is what I submitted as for my Kickstarter backer reward, as well as a copy of the game, of course. So that's Dave, man. Sounds a bit bizarre. It is. But if you've worked in an office, you probably get the jokes there and fit right in at home. That is Dave, man, by Lou Bagel. It's trivia time. So I was talking about Dave, man. And speaking of Dave's, I want you to fill in the blank. Blank Dave is a 1988 computer game by John Romero developed for the Apple II and MS-DOS. Is it Dangerous Dave, Daring Dave, or Delightful Dave? The correct answer is Dangerous Dave. Did you get that one right? If you did, Give yourself an extra life. 
And finally, on this level of three extra lives, I like to talk about games that aren't making the front page. Well, okay, I'm gonna ban the rules this week because I'm gonna talk about Fall Guys. I mean, everyone's probably talking about Fall Guys. And if you don't know what Fall Guys is, well, here we go then. Because Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout released in August 2020, developed by Media Tonic and published by Devolver Digital, was announced back at E3 in 2019. And this game is a 60 player battle royale. The aim of the game is to qualify for subsequent rounds by completing each of the randomized pre-selected mini games. And I don't know, I feel like this game is Mario Party, but everyone's invited, absolutely everyone. You'll go through an assortment of events from races with obstacle courses, from survival games where you need to stay on top of a revolving platform. There is team matches where, where you're in a soccer field and you're on two teams and you're trying to run and grab and push balls into the opposite goal. You know how it works. And then there's the final rounds, which is a final obstacle course. There's a game called Hexagon, where it's multiple decks of hexagon tiles, and these disappear after a small delay, and the player will fall to the deck below. And the goal there is just to be the last person standing. So right now there's over 20 mini games at launch. I'm absolutely sure this is going to increase in the very near future, but this game has had overwhelming success in its opening week on Steam. It sold over 2 million copies and it has made it one of Devolver Digital's most successful launches ever. With this huge success has come server issues with the overwhelming amount of people that have tried to access the game and play the game. I'm thinking the developers didn't expect it to be this big thus problems have been run into but it seems to be stabilizing now after a week of launch and people are now being able to get in there and play Fall Guys when they want to and Fall Guys actually came about when the development team were discussing another project and at this point one of the team members made a comment that it reminded them of a game show such as Kishi's Castle and Wipeout and from there he actually went on to create a pitch document for what would become Fall Guys. There's also a game show called It's a Knockout which forced its contestants to dress up in like oversized costumes and this inspired the idea that the characters should have that element behind them of being uniquely and poorly designed for the task that they were going to be put through. So in Fall Guys, you play as a bean, kind of easily knocked off your balance. You have a little small grabbing area and they're cute though, they're cute. The beans are cute, I'm a fan of the beans. Currently this game is released on Windows and it's released on PlayStation 4 and I know for launch as well, this game was made available on the PlayStation Plus subscription, which of course is going to increase the activity in this game and have a lot more people accessing it too. So Fall Guys, everyone's talking about it. Everyone's playing it. Are you playing it? 
If not, why not? This game is doing Battle Royale somewhat differently to how it's being done before with regards to, you know, getting out there, being the last person to survive in a battlefield and having a perimeter that's constantly shrinking. This is just real lighthearted fun. And I gotta say, I have got a little bit upset when I've got eliminated. It's bringing that kind of Mario Party rage where, you know, when you when your friend beats you and you're like, oh, I can't believe it. And it's such a lighthearted game just to boot up and enjoy. I think it's just quite refreshing in the year of 2020 that we have a game like Fall Guys that we can just jump into, have some fun, and leave that feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good about ourselves. And I haven't managed to become a Fall Guy champion yet, you know, reaching the end, becoming that number one player. I've got very close and there's always a thrill and excitement when you go into each round of you see all these other players and you're trying to get to the finish line before them or you're trying to not be eliminated before them. And there's a thrill, there's an excitement in every single mini game that you play. Well, maybe some of them need tweaked a little bit, but overall I found the majority of mini games highly entertaining and exciting. And I'm really excited to play this more and I'm excited to play it more with my friends as well. It's just impossible not to like. I feel like it's just so cutesy, so entertaining with the the soundtrack and the sound effects and just everything about this package is just wonderful. Hope the Fall Guys hype doesn't fade out. I'm looking forward to more updates, more mini games, more features in this game. I think there's a lot of potential for this game to get even bigger and get even more attention. I mean, it's for an indie title, it's done extraordinarily well and I feel like it's potentially going to inspire a lot of spin-offs as well. So Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout by Mediatonic. If you haven't checked it out yet, if you've never heard of it, I mean, what are you doing? Go get it now and go have some fun. It's trivia time. So I was talking about Fall Guys and that led me to this question. In the Fallout franchise, the series' first title, Fallout, was developed by Black Isle Studios and released in what year? Was it 1993, 1995, or 1997? The correct answer is 1997. If you got that one right, give yourself an extra life. And here we are at the end of another show. How did you do on the trivia this week? Why not let me know over on social, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Let me know how you did. Always love to hear from you on that. And as always, you can email the show podcast at 3 and you can find the show notes for this level, everything I've mentioned over at 3actualifes.com. Why not leave me a review on iTunes if you're enjoying it as well? just like Darth Brooks did. And if you're wondering why I'm talking so fast trying to wrap up this episode, it's because one of my neighbors is getting some work done and I've been stopping and starting this podcast recording while they've been drilling and doing work. That's totally fine. It's been a challenge. I've made it to the end. Thank you very much for listening. And I'll see you all in level 58.
This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.